Ask Alexa to play WTAM 1100 on iHeartRadio. Welcome to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning and welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Well, kind of a wet uh, day out there. Uh, looks like we had a little bit of rain through the night. Uh, April has definitely been uh, on the wet and cold side, but seems like next week we're going to warm up. It's pretty amazing how um, the last uh, two, three days... Uh, Three, four days ago, there was not even a sign of a bud opening up. And uh, in a matter of three days, uh, we went from sticks to, to loaded with buds and uh, just about ready to explode out there. I think next week you're going to see uh, a tremendous amount of uh, bloom. It's going to be quite a show to see all these uh, flowering trees in bloom. Uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that's going to be very unusual this year that you're going to see a lot of them bloom at all at the same time, where it's uh, generally they would be staggered. Uh, so it's going to be quite a show. Uh, one of the things that you definitely want to make sure you get done, you get done. It's uh, we're almost at the end. You got about one more week to do this. Uh, if you had crabgrass problems last year, make sure that you apply that now. You got this weekend, and you got next week. By the end of next week, I think we'll be at uh, we'll be just about at the end. So make sure that um, you know if you have not applied it yet, make sure you get that done. And if you're going to seed, uh, make sure that you use the one that uh, it is it is for seeding. So, um, you know, very, uh, very important part because it, it's, you're going to see that uh, it's going to just explode with uh, once the heat comes, you'll see the stuff just show up uh, almost overnight. Um, the uh, you know tour you use the step too. There's no there's uh, I haven't seen dandelions out there yet, uh, so there's no sense putting that down. If you have anything that's a spotty, now the thing that I would look for is you know the ground ivy and the creeping charlie. Those are the ones that uh, they're very evident now. Uh, you know for that just uh, you know just go ahead and use the uh, weed beater ultra. Um, and make sure that you know uh, do it. Uh, Concentrate a little bit more right over the areas where it's at, or we be gone. Uh, you know, those are the two that that will work very well. So do, make sure that uh, you know you kind of be on the lookout for that in your flower beds. Uh, you're going to start to see a lot of things grow that uh, you know you you know up until last week you didn't even see. Uh, one of the things that you can use out there to kill these weeds is either Roundup or organic burnout. Uh, you know, the, uh, those are the things that you want to definitely be on the lookout for and look for moles. And voles, but they've uh, they've been incredibly active through the winter, uh, especially the voles. They're, they're they're the most destructive of them all. They'll get underneath the trees, uh, they'll just sit there until they eat every bit of that root, and then they move on to the next one. And the next thing you know, uh, you just lost uh, you just lost the tree. So uh, you want to make sure that um, you're on there. You know, a mole max. Uh, works very well on that. Just uh, make sure that you just put all the way, all the way around. It needs to be watered in. Once you put it down, it needs to be watered in. That's what really works the best. Um, we're in the, you know, we're going to be into the planting season. Uh, some of the things that, a uh, couple of things that really, it's going to make you successful when you go to plant trees, shrubs, and perennials. Uh, since you're going to be doing it, you know, do it right because it'll definitely uh, pay off in a big way. Uh, the soil preparation when you go to plant the trees and the shrubs 
job is really the key uh, to the whole deal. If you don't do that right, uh, you know, first of all, when you go to pick the trees and the shrubs and perennials, make sure that they are for the spot that you're looking for. Make sure that they are, you know, if, if you have a sunny area, make sure you look for plants that do well in the sun. If they're shady, uh, the same thing there. But most important, the soil. Uh, make sure that uh, you know you don't plant anything in wet ground. If if the soil doesn't drain well, uh, generally whatever you plant, it's not going to do very well unless it's it's a wet plant. So you want to make sure that you really are very careful and get you know give uh, get bring the information, have the information with you, and do a little bit of uh, planning before. Uh, so you don't wind up planting the wrong things in the wrong place. Uh, the things that you really want to do when you go to prepare your soil, if you have a lot of clay, uh, the best thing to do, use use your existing soil, mix planting mix uh, with your soil on a 50-50 basis. Then I would go ahead and you know, use soil perfectors. What soil perfectors is an aggregate. Um, you basically take that, you mix that with the soil. It, it doesn't go away. It stays there forever. Um, but what that does, it really lets the soil breathe that really lets the soil get the water in when it needs the water it also holds water and releases the water when it gets to be too dry um, biotone uh, this is a um, an organic uh, that you know it, it got all the uh, ingredients that you need in there for root development it is amazing what it does to your root system you'll be quite uh, amazed how well the plants will do uh, when you use biotone in your um, in your soil and uh, you know and then uh, when you're done uh, planting and everything just water with a uh, petite uh, plant starter uh, it's, uh, it's something that you mix with your water and just water it in uh, and uh, you will be quite amazed how well and how fast the trees will root and uh, how well they'll thrive uh, these are the things this is really the key uh, you know to all the things that you do in a garden that is the key the soil preparation is really where uh, where you're going to get the, uh, the you know the most out of it uh, if um, you know if you skim if you skim on there uh, chances are uh, you're going to be you know you're going to have a, a lot harder time uh, you know to get the uh, you know the plants to to, to try well uh, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna see that in the next couple of weeks, all these trees, especially all the fl the flowering trees and fruit trees, they're gonna be blooming as the flower uh, fell uh, fall off on the fruit trees. Make sure to use the the uh, plant guard or fruit tree spray from Bonide. That is the time to to really hit them with that as the petals are done falling off. Uh, the you know time to you know to go ahead and mulch uh, you know your trees, your shrubs when you're all done uh, with the edging and cleaning up. Uh, the mulching really. Does does make a big difference on that. It holds the moisture in there. It holds the, um, you know, it also holds the weeds down. Uh, so these are, um, you know, some of the things that uh, you know you want to definitely address before use preen. Uh, once you're all done, put the preen down, and then you can put the mulch on top of the preen, or put the preen right on top of the mulch. I got a list of um, some plants that uh, these are uh, really the best of the best. If you're going to be looking for, um, you know, for some shrubs, uh, these are. Um, the, uh, the most of them are the latest uh, that uh, have been introduced, and uh, these are really super. Uh, most of them are proven winners. Uh, they're just great plants for the landscape. They perform well. Uh, one of the new ones is Aronia. 
Aronia Lost Cape. This is a, uh, generally Aronia has, uh, has been a very tall plant. That's one of the native plants. Uh, the Lost Cape has got a very low growing habit. Uh, beautiful flowers in the spring, but the best part is the fruit. And in the fall, if you would see the foliage uh, burning red, just absolutely spectacular. And there's also another one called Aronia Magic Autumn. The Magic Autumn is a little bit taller. Uh, the, uh, the flowers, the color in the fall, and the berries. Berries, loaded with berries to where the uh, the, the birds uh, will um, you know will feed on all uh, all winter long Cletra uh, Cletra is one of the native plants uh, the ruby spice is one of the most fragrant absolutely beautiful uh, it's got a, it's got a great uh, flower on there and a, a fragrance uh, to it uh, really really nice and then forsythia the proven winner show off there is no better forsythia out there uh, this is um, a, it'll bloom from the ground up it's very hardy uh, the, it's very bud hardy which means that every spring you can count that they will bloom it doesn't matter what the temperatures will be in the winter you will not freeze that one uh, in the hibiscus uh, the Azzurri Blue, this is a, a new variety that's been out about a couple years. Uh, single flower, just absolutely beautiful blue, uh, really a sky blue color to it. Uh, very easy to grow, very hardy for our area. The Chiffon Series, a lot of colors in there, but the best ones is the Chiffon Blue and the Chiffon Pink. The Chiffon Pink uh, blues from really from the ground out. It really looks more like a rose if you're not right up against it uh, from a distance you think this one big ball of rosebuds on it uh the flowers are about three inches across absolutely spectacular one of the best of all the um of all the abyss was pink chiffon um the uh, the the blue satin uh the diana diana is a white uh it's it's kind of a slower grower uh but a great great plant uh for the landscape just gives you a lot of uh color a lot of summer bloom and uh, the most exciting thing that's happened in the uh in the uh Hydrangea world has been in the Annabelle family. The, these uh, these uh, new varieties uh, in the whole family. It's, it's just incredible. The, they have a new series that's Wee Wee. Uh, this is um, a. Um, uh, those are all proven winners. The Invincible Lametta uh, and the Wee Wee Invincible. Uh, these are dwarf. They're ever blooming. They start blooming about the end of May, and they will not stop until the snow falls. Uh, big flowers, very sturdy. They only get to be about two feet tall. Generally, the Annabelles and the Incredibles, they've been very, very tall, about three to four feet. Kind of a, the flowers are so big that they would flop over. These new varieties are much, much shorter, much stronger. Uh, beautiful flowers. You know, you, ha you have a, uh, a white. There's actually a green. Uh, there is a, um, uh, a red, a pink. Uh, just absolutely spectacular, spectacular plants. Uh, and uh, Invincible Mini Movet uh, is another one that's a beautiful uh, pink, uh, you know, miniature. Uh, the Lime Ricky is, is a, a lime color, uh, you know, variety. The um, Blush, a big, beautiful uh, uh, pinkish purple uh, flower. The Ruby uh, is another one. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, the Incredible and, and uh, Invincible. Uh, these are all absolutely spectacular uh, varieties. In the, um, in the uh, mop heads, 
uh, ball has quite a few varieties that uh, they are rebloomers, uh, and they've been by far one of the toughest of the varieties that we have been able to put. Uh, we grow these in the in the fields, wide open, uh, no uh, no protection, no shade, no nothing on them, and uh, they pretty much it's uh, the, the these varieties really come out uh, beautiful every year. Uh, there's a double exp- double delight expression. Um, it's a, a pink one, a very very heavy uh, flower. The wedding gown, uh, this is a white, uh, just absolutely spectacular. The double delight perfection, uh, it's also another one that's got a big flower, uh, more on the dwarf side. Um, LA Dreaming is another one that's just absolutely spectacular. This, uh, LA Dreaming, uh, starts blooming about the end of May and it does not stop until the snow flies. In the field last year, when it came the end of October, mid November, they were still in full bloom and they were never out of bloom the whole time so these are really uh, uh, amazing varieties another one of the pw that this is about the best this is the the, the best of the blues i've ever seen uh, the same thing with this one we grow it in a field wide open uh wind they know they're out there all winter long they get out there uh, it's called rhythmic blue let's dance rhythmic blue uh this plant over here the same thing there when it came the end of november last year was still in bloom in the fields it took a tremendous hard freeze uh to really uh affected uh these are just super super performer uh the bobo in the paniculata varieties dwarf these are all new varieties that they're dwarf a long, long blooming. They start blooming about the end of June and go on. And go on. Fire and ice is another one of the new ones. This uh, it starts out as a pink, and then it goes to a, uh, uh, you know, to a red as the season goes on. Uh, and there is a, a whole, you know, a whole list more. I'll, every week I'll continue to give you some of these new varieties. Uh, these are exceptional, exceptional plants that they perform unbelievably well in the garden. They're low maintenance. Most of them are on the dwarf side. Very few of them are on the tall side. Uh, they will really enhance your landscape and you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it with really not a whole lot of work. Uh, just plant them right and feed them a couple of times a year and you will get, um, you know, a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, uh, uh, repercussion, you know, uh, receptive back from uh, the blooms, the foliage, uh, and, the, and the fall foliage. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. We're going to take a short pause. We'll be right back. Hi, this is AJ Petiti. Join us to celebrate the openings of our newest stores in Brunswick and Jackson and our newly renovated Boardman location at our official grand opening event. Visit any Petiti's and get 25% off on our beautiful perennials. They're all Petiti grown right here in Cleveland and delivered fresh daily to all of our stores. Stop in at Petiti's today for these great savings and so much more. And now's the perfect time to plan your outdoor space. Come speak with one of our experts and get the specialized attention you want at no additional cost. Plus, our outdoor patio collection features beautiful all-weather furniture and dining sets to fit every space, and it's 40% off. Stop in at Petitis today to experience it all for yourself. And Petitis has partnered with Scott's miracle Grow to raise money for the Cleveland Clinic Children's Hospital. Help us create a more comforting care experience for these amazing children and their families. At Petitis Home and Garden Center. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. 
We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Morning, get out with Angelo. Hello, good morning. Hi. How we doing? Good morning. Good, you? Excellent. Thank you. Um, I, my question is, I have uh, two uh, buses, Green Mountain... Uh, uh, boxwoods? Boxwoods. And I have the Green Gem Boxwoods. Last summer, I took some miracle Grow plant, uh, all-purpose plant food. Okay. And mixed it up in a jug, and I poured it over the top of them. And toward the end of the summer, the, half of them died. You know, like half the plant is dead. Um, I don't know if it's dead. It's all brown. And, you know, the bottoms, are, some of them still have green on them. Okay. Will they come, will uh, yeah. they come back? Yeah, what I would do, middle um, grow had nothing to do with that. Basically, what happened there in the winter, uh, the, uh, they got burned. Uh, yeah, what I would, yeah, but that was before. It, it got burned up at, like it, at the end of summer. Yeah, but it, as I said a miracle grow would have nothing. Something happened to it. But if if there's green at the bottom, if there's green there, cut those back. Take the take the uh, the dry wood off. Uh, feed them. You know, I would feed them osmocote. Okay. Okay, at the bottom, and they will grow right back up. Uh, the root system is there as long as they're not dead all the way down to the ground. Uh, if there's if there's green at the bottom, just cut them back, and they will come back with a vengeance. Uh, uh, you know, this spring. So I would do that well, now. Will the green mountains keep it's, their shape? Uh, yeah, they, they they will. Just you know, cut them back. You know, shape them. When you cut them back, shape them the shape that uh, you want them, okay. and then uh, leave them there. And they will they will come back and they will fill out. Uh, you know, I said the root system is there. Uh, they will grow back very very quickly. You know, I took that that same plant food though, and I put it on my pack of sander, and it killed it too. The pack of sander is pretty tough. Yeah. Well, something. Uh, you know, something, I mean, yeah, something doesn't add up. I mean, that stuff generally, uh, once you mix it with water, unless you're doing it in a 90 degree, uh, temperature and just uh, putting it over the top in that kind of weather, that would be about the only time that something like that would burn. Okay. Uh, if, uh, you know, if, you know, and you should never use fertilizer, uh, on top of plants if the temperature is, is hot. And if you, if you ever do that, like on your flowers, on your, you want to do that in the morning or late in the afternoon. You never want to do that in the middle of the day. Uh, but, uh, <coughs> somehow it burned it. Something happened over there. But generally, now the pack is Sandra, uh, the rhizomes, I'm sure they're still there. They will come back out of the ground. Pegsandra is very, very hard to kill. Uh, I would, uh, you know, the same thing there. If, if you have, if it, the tops are dead, cut that back, feed it, uh, throw some, uh, you know, throw a, uh, osmocote on top of it, and uh, th- that will come right back. But it's not, the rhizomes are still uh, very viable and very good underneath. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, just you know, cut it down, clean it up, and feed it. Uh, this should be right back, especially as this weather warms up. All right. All Thank right. You very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How we doing? Good. It's a little chilly today, huh? No, nah, not bad. You know, it's <laughs> we're used to it. There's not the nonsense, nonsense, nonsense worrying about the weather. It, that's you know, true. It is what it is. That's true. Yeah. That's so. True. Go ahead. A um, couple of quick questions. Uh, one, you know, all of those uh, hydrangeas you were just talking about, mm-hmm. what uh, what do you feed them? 
you want to feed uh, on the on the mopeds. You want to you want to feed them halitone and iron tone, except the pink ones. The pink ones you want to use on plant tone. On um, the others, you want to use plant tone and iron tone on everything else. And iron tone. Okay, good. All right, very good. Um, also, I wanted your opinion. I've I've seen some commercials about a new product from Scotts called Thicker Lawn where it's got uh, grass seed fertilizer and some kind of a soil improver uh, in it. Um, what is your opinion on that particular product? I'm going to uh, thatch my front lawn, and, and you need to reseed it. So I was thinking maybe of using that product. Uh, I'm sure the, I'm not familiar with that product, but I'm sure the oh. product is good. Uh, but it seems like it's a very, very expensive way of doing it. It's okay if you're going to do a little patch, but when you're talking about doing the whole lawn, I think you're uh, I think you're spending a, a tremendous amount of uh, uh, money to, to do something like that. You are much better off when you detach your lawn, uh, clean it up. Uh, the first thing I would do before you do that, cut your grass down as low as your lawnmower will go, mm-hmm. then detach it, then put, you know, get some really good, you know, good seed, uh, put that down, put the, uh, the fertilizer down, uh, put your lime down, water it in, uh, you'll have a beautiful lawn without spending a whole lot. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. I, th- I think that I think those products are good, but I think they work for m- small patches. Uh, when you just got little patches here and there, if you try to do your whole lawn, I think it's extremely, extremely expensive to do uh, to do that much. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How we doing? Um, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Um, I have a problem with these wild onions again. A couple years ago, I took all the dirt out and I replaced the dirt, and now I have like triples. Yeah, I would use uh, use Weed Beater Ultra on them. Okay. And, and use it straight. Straight. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, that, that will get rid of them. Okay. And, and uh, do you have literature what you talk about each week at the stores? Uh, not really, because I really, no. I don't, I don't even prepare for this. I kind of think about it. I'm, while I drive over here, I kind of think about what I'm going to talk about. So it's not like I, I don't even write anything down. So I just, uh, yeah, but okay. the, uh, uh, but the, um, you can stream the shows. So if you ever want to oh, go okay. back to them, you can stream them and you can, uh, pretty much kind of pinpoint, uh, the, um, the information. But I'm, I'm not very good at that other. At, Keeping notes and doing that kind of thing. Well, you're very good at what you do, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, it's kind of how I got used to this, and uh, I I try to change some stuff. I just can't do it, you know. Just yeah. Like, uh, but the uh, I said when I drive over here, I think about what I'm going to talk about that morning. It's not like I prepared a, the day the week before or something like that. So I don't write things down. I just kind of go by uh, memory. Oh my gosh. Well, All right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. you have a you have a Thank great you. day. Yep. Well, bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Morning, Arangelo. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. good morning. How we doing? Doing good. Hi, Angela. How are you? Uh, doing very good. My wife and I are getting our garden ready for uh, vegetables this year. Okay. And every year, the last three years, we've had zucchini, cucumbers, and pumpkins look like they're doing really good. Then all of a sudden, they're just like they within wilt. two or three days. Yeah. They will. Yeah. yeah. Is that an insect, or is there something we can put in the soil? Yeah. Well, no, there's not much you can do in the soil, but uh, this is what you need to get ahead of it. Uh, I would just would go ahead and use one. I would use the um, uh, 
couple fungicide. When we get to, there, there's a period that when we go from spring to summer, you know, we always have that one week in the transition to where we go from, you know, cooler nights, uh, not so much, uh, a lot of heat in a day. And then like we get into a week of 85 and, and, mm-hmm. or hotter. The plants are not used. That's when they are most accessible. So what the, the best thing to do is start ahead of it. Uh, use the copper fungicide, uh, that will take care of all that wilt. Uh, now there, there's cucumber beetles and there is that over there. Uh, the same thing there. You want to, you know, spray them ahead of it. You know, the, you know, you can use like Captain Jack, uh, dead brew. Okay. That's an organic. Uh, just go ahead and use that. Uh, you know, when you get into June, uh, on a weekly basis so that, uh, you get ahead of it. Uh, but that, those are the two things that you need to do, uh, before, uh, you know, before the uh, it sets in, but as that as the weather changes from s- spring to summer, that is the most mm-hmm. vulnerable time that uh, they they get weakened, and si- somehow okay. they just get attacked in that one week period. Okay, so as soon as they get established, spray them. Right, right exactly, that week, that exactly, of time exactly. Period, right, okay. and, and both of those products are organic, so you can use oh, them more good. often. Uh, you can you know you can use them all, all you need to without having to worry about anything. Okay, and okay. one question now: What do you think about mushroom as a compost? Uh, I'm seeing some of that at the gardens now. Yeah, compost mushroom is based horse manure. That's basically a, a really well composted horse manure. Uh, they grow oh. they grow mushrooms in, in horse manure compost. That's uh, oh. that's basically <laughs> when they get they can only use it for one crop. So when they're done with that, they take it out and they go. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very All much. All right. Appreciate you have a, have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. We're going to take a short pause for the news. We'll be right back. Hi, this is AJ Petiti. Come celebrate our grand opening event at any Petiti location, including our newest locations in Boardman, Brunswick, and Jackson. Save 25% off on all perennials. They're all Petiti grown right here in Cleveland and delivered fresh daily to all of our stores. Stop in at Petiti's for these great savings and so much more. Also, Petiti's has partnered with Scott's Miracle Grow to collect donations for the Cleveland Clinic Children's Hospital. Help us create a more comforting care experience for these amazing children and their families. For more than 10 years, Angelo Petiti has been a big believer in using sweet peas because its versatility and performance for so many different projects. As a mulch, it looks beautiful and suppresses weeds, but it also slowly releases nutrients and retains moisture. As a compost, sweet peat loosens compacted soil and promotes microbial growth and vargarious root growth. It's perfect for bountiful organic vegetables and herbs and keeps flower beds colorful all season. Angelo Petiti highly recommends using sweet peat for your gardening projects. At Petiti's Home and Garden Center Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, 578-216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Edward Angelo. Good morning. How are Good morning. You? Excellent. Thank you. How about yourself? Well, I'm calling you because my wife's going to put me to work in the yard. <laughs> Go ahead. Is it too late to prune a butterfly bush that is really overgrown? Absolutely and not. The- no, you can go ahead, you go ahead and cut it down. Uh, if it's overgrown, uh, you can cut it down to like about 8 to 10 inches. Uh, go in there. When Once you cut it all down, look inside of there. You're going to find some very old wood in there. 
uh, take that old wood and cut it right down at ground level. Uh, you want all the new growth to come out of the bottom and not come out of that old wood. Okay, and how about hydrangeas? Which ones? I have no idea, but it's... Okay, what, how, what color do they bloom or what, you know, are they short? Are I they... think they, uh, I would say they're about three feet and it's also all woody. All woody, okay. Um, and they, um, they have like big leaves from the ground up? I just don't. Yeah. I just don't want to tell you the wrong thing, um, but let me let me put it this way: If they are the mop heads, which would be the, you know, the ones that they're shorter, but they're anywhere from between two and three feet, they have a, a bloom about eight, like about six inches or so. Um, those you want to really kind of look at. It. Look at the buds there. Uh, you should be able to see buds now, and whatever. No, they're not. They're- there are no buds yet. I looked. Okay, if, if there's no buds yet, wait until the buds show up. Uh, they, by the end of next week, you should be able to see them. We have some warm weather coming next week. You should be able to see those buds. As the buds show up, then you go ahead and trim that. You're going to have dead wood up on top. Clean up all the dead wood. Go down one. Go down one bud into the new wood, into the good wood. Clean it all up. Then also look inside the plant. If you see anything that's got uh, a silvery uh, coating on the um, on the branches, cut those at ground level. Get a hand pruner, get inside there, remove those. Uh, those are not the ones that produce flowers anymore. They're, that's three or year, three years old or older wood. So you want that out of there. You want all new wood in there. Uh, that's what's going to give you the blooms. Um, the uh, the paniculata variety, which are the ones that have these kind of cone shaped flowers, uh, they they bloom in late June through July and August and September. Uh, those varieties over there, you want to cut down to the ground to like about eight to ten inches, the size of a basketball, and then the same thing in there. Look inside. Uh, if you see any old wood in there, uh, cut that out and just leave all the young fresh wood in there. Thank you. All right. And feed them at, you know, when you're done, feed them. That's what's going to make them grow. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Have a great day. Yep. Bye-bye. Morning, Gerald Rangelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? This is Pete from Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Hi, Pete. How are are your fruit trees doing? Well, you know, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you. I followed your advice a year before last and, and cut them back on the lines you showed me. But they were still too tall for me and not safe getting on a six foot step ladder. So I had someone come in and really cut them back last year. So they are safe and really they look pretty skinny. Yeah. Pretty, they, uh, skeleton like. So yeah, I'm hoping they, I didn't do too much. No, you didn't. They, they'll fell out. You know, what you need to do on those, just to remember, pick five or six of your best outer branches and take everything else out. That's what you want to make the good trees out of. Okay. Five or six. I'm looking at it right now. All, all the way around. Just, you know, kind of balance it, but pick the best branches all the way around. And you don't want any more than five or six. Okay. Okay. All right. They. Someone just asked a question about a butterfly bush. Yesterday, before the storm came through, I got out there and I, I whacked them all down to the ground. You did the right thing. Okay, good. All right. I'm doing okay then. All I got right. one more quick one. Go ahead. I, you helped me get rid of the scale on my uh, plum tree. Uh-huh. 
uh, two years ago, and last year there was, there was. I'm not sure if there were any buds or not. I think there were some blooms, but no fruit. And this year, I, I'm thinking about it, if nothing happens this year, I just need to take it out. Yeah, plums are. Um, they really don't do very well in our area. They're you know fruiting plums, um, and they don't last very long. So once the wood gets old, or you cut up too much of that wood, uh, but I'm with you. If, if it doesn't produce this year, I would uh, I would get rid of it. If you want to have a plum in there, put the Stanley plum, the Italian Stanley plum. Uh, yeah. that's really the only one that does very well over here. Okay. Well, okay. Hey, thanks so much. All right. Thanks. Well, you thanks, have a great sir. day. Yeah. Bye bye. Morning, Good morning. Good morning, Angelo. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Angelo, I have a question. When we uh, moved into our house, there was um, a lot of um, the ornamental grass planted in the flower bed in the front, and. Um, we uh, uh, quite a few of our neighbors also cut it down. We we just didn't like it. Okay. And now what's happening? <clears throat> excuse me. It's growing um, in the middle of the lawn, <laughs> little patches of it, and we can't get rid of it. Um, I would just go ahead. What I would do is it comes up. Uh, it's going to grow a lot faster than your grass, so it's going to stand out. Right. Very, right. What I would do is I would get a straight roundup, get a you know get a sponge. Uh, put a glove on, uh, take the sponge, just dip it in the Roundup straight. Don't, don't okay. okay, and kind of uh, wipe the leaves of that with with the Roundup like that. I know it's a, it's a, a kind of a little bit of a tedious job, but you will you'll be very effective and you will get rid of it. Wait until the grass that grass gets to be about five or you know four or five inches tall, so that you can get you can get it on there. But that will kill it instantly. Well, thank you so much. All right. Bye bye. Have a great day. Thank bye you. Bye bye. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are you this morning? Excellent. How about yourself? Good. Got a question on a, a blue spruce tree, a dwarf blue spruce. Uh huh. How's the best way to fertilize that to keep it nice and blue? Uh, the the best way would be to use holly tone and iron tone. Uh, uh, f- feed it now. Feed again at the end of June, early July, and then feed it again at the end of October, early November. Okay, holly tone, and what was the second one? Iron tone. Iron tone. Yeah. Holly, uh, uh, iron tone. Another thing that I would do on on the blue spruces, uh, especially you know they're especially when they get to be of size, you really want to protect those. I would use their tree and shrub protection um, from Bonite or Bayer. Okay. Uh, and drench the, just drench the whole uh, tree uh, all the way around. Um, it's phenomenal stuff. It works. You do it one time. You do it once a year, uh, and this stuff works phenomenal. So just uh, just drench uh, right to the uh, drip line underneath there, uh, and uh, you will find that uh, the the not, you know nothing will get on the uh, on the spruce, uh, and it'll definitely make a huge difference. Yeah, I think I've used a product similar to that on my birch tree. It fertilizes yeah. and insecticides. No, there's no fertilizer in this. This is just a, this is something that gets into the root system. The root system picks it up and takes it into the tree. And that this is only against, uh, uh, you know, insect that can attack the trees, you know, like beetles, uh, any of those, any of those type of insect that can get to us, especially a spruce. Uh, spruce are very successful. Pines, hemlocks, uh, jet, uh, jet maples, uh, dogwoods. These are extremely successful to, to that. 
Well, what was that called, that product? It's called Tree and Shrub Protection. Okay, just Tree and Shrub. Yeah, Bonide makes one that's really, really good. Okay, and one last question. When's the best time to just trim that to shape it? A couple, like, errant branches going up real high. The, the, the best time would be right at, you can, you know, if you just got to touch it up a little bit, you can do that now. Uh, but if you ever want to, if the tree ever gets to be to a point where you don't want to get a, a whole lot bigger, uh, the best time would be about the end of June to the mid, to the end of July in that period. You, you can go ahead and take the new growth. You can cut the new growth down half or two thirds and that really limits how far, how far out the tree will go. Okay. Two thirds of the new growth. Yeah. End of June. Yeah. End of June, between the end of June and the end of July is the perfect time to do that. I would have never guessed that in the, in the heart of the growing season, huh? Yep, in the heart of the growing season. Wow, amazing. I'm glad I called. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot, Angelo. All right. You have a great day. You yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Morning, Yara Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Hi, Angelo. This is Pam from um, Seven Hills. Hi, I have Pam. Daffodils. And um, every year I get them to grow, but then the bu- and the buds come up, but they never open up. Yeah, they're. Uh, you need to dig them up. And I, uh, and I did that last fall, and I gave them to friends because I had so many bulbs. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is, is happening with them too. I mean, the flower just doesn't open. Correct. Huh. You know what? I've never heard of that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to find out what would cause that. I'm going to call. Uh, the uh, the ball people and uh, see what um, what they say because I've I've never heard especially daffodils daffodils uh, seems like they're the most reliable thing out there. Yes, they so, used to, and I thought they were overcrowded. So and I, they, I and, and they do get they do get overcrowded. Yeah, and I dug them out last year, and you know, and, and I replanted them, and now and now they came out, and they have not. Uh, you just dug them up last fall. Yes. Okay, you know but what? But they it, have buds on them. But okay. they just don't open up. Yeah, what it what it could be that the bulb was not fully developed yet, and the flower. What happens with the bulb? The the flower actually forms inside the bulb, and it pushes it out. Uh-huh. Okay, that's pretty much how the, the how the daffodils and the tulips and the hyacinths work. So, uh, the flower is inside that bulb, and it could be that because you moved them last fall and they were crowded last spring, that the uh, inside the, the flower was not developed enough inside the bulb. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I'm still going to check with them because I, you know, like I said, I, but now, now that you said that, I think that's what happened. And I think that comes next year. Now that they have the full year to develop that bulb and develop the flower, I don't think you're, you're going to have that problem, uh, you know, come next year. But I'm still going to double check and I will let, let you know next week. Okay. 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 Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. You yeah. Bye bye. Morning, get out with Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. How are we doing? Can you hear me? Uh, I Tom sure Graham can. From Painesville. Um, I want to thank you for taking my call. My wife and I, longtime listeners. I had the best garden in the whole neighborhood last year. I I personally met you, and it was my highlight. I want you to know that. Well, thank you so much. I, I have a very easy question. I'm preparing my uh, garden um, at the bed, and last year is the first time I ever used um, winter wheat, and and. Do I rotate till it all under, or do I cut it down and just you, you uh, cut you cut it down first, and you let the, okay. you let the green uh, go into the um, into the ground. Then okay. you, once you cut it down, then go ahead and rotate till it in. 
Now, okay. it, what I, the first time you do it, don't try to, to rototill it in to where it, uh, it breaks down real fine. Rototill okay. it in and let it sit for a few days. Okay. Clumpy, okay? So when you def- okay. just do it one time, just to break it up enough and leave okay. it leave it for like a week then go back again with the rototiller and do it again uh okay. if you thought you had a good garden last year you're going to be blown away what it's what's what that is going to do this year the winter wheat the winter wheat roots um what they do they not only they create the organics and they replace the the nitrogen naturally into the soil but on top of that the aeration that they create is just amazing you're gonna, you, when you get down road telling the second time you go to work it put your hands in there and just feel the soil in your hand you're going to see that it's, it's going to feel totally different than it's ever felt before i'll have a, a very breaking um it kind of will break out of your hand that that's that's what it does phenomenal it, it it's it's some work because those roots are so heavy and so concentrated that when you go to rototiller that's what I said, when you rototiller it the first time don't get discouraged that's just rototiller it and just leave it it takes about a week the the sun and the some rain will break it down then do it again uh and then you can go ahead and have it nice and fine uh, thank you, thank you so much, uh, all right. Angelo. L- last year, I brought some of the fruit home to my mother. She couldn't believe how big and, and good it was. Yeah, well, I thank said you the, uh, so much. Oh, you're more than welcome. But uh, I said the thing that you're going to see the difference this year in that soil uh, is all from the root system that the winter wheat develops. Uh, we use that in our fields, and uh, it, it's amazing what it does. The, you know, the uh, so uh, I'm glad you did it. Thank, thank right. you so much. Yep. Have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Bye. Morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Good. Hey, um, last fall I took my uh, I mowed the grass down like you recommended. Uh, cut it down short. I think you said like two inches or uh-huh. so for the winter. Um, what do um, as soon as this rain clears out, I'm going to mow. What? What do I start off at in the spring? I, I would I would go ahead and cut it on the lower side, get all the stuff out of it, and then increase it every couple of weeks. Uh, you want to start at about an inch and a half. You want to start it where you cut it last fall. Okay, and I then two is where and, I die. Yeah, and then by the end of uh, by the middle of June, you want to be at about two and a half inches. Okay, between two and a half and three inches, where you want to be at uh, the middle of June. And and the th- keep it at the three. Like, and three they keep summer. it there all the way until until fall, and then when it comes in uh, late October, you start dropping it again. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Bye bye. Morning, morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Mm-hmm. How we doing? My name is Dale from Brook Park. Hi, Dale. Hey, I got a couple questions for you. My wife and I would plant in patience all the time, and and then they got that blight. And the question is, did they ever find out what caused that? And is can we replant? Can we put them back in the ground this year? Uh, you know, that's um, no. They have not. They have not. Found, they have really. They have not found uh, anything to um, uh, that would make that immune. Uh, they've been trying to develop varieties that they are immune to that. Uh, but we're not there yet. But I would recommend that you use our, have you ever used Sun Patience? Sun what? Sun Patience. Sun Patience? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, you, once you use those, you will never use anything else. 
patients exactly okay phenomenal phenomenal plants uh, they come in all different colors uh, now they're single pots they're single plants but you plant them about uh, 14 15 inches apart mm-hmm. um, and they have the real tall ones they have the middle sized ones and they have the low ones so when you when you go to look for them Make sure that you figure out which size you want. The short, okay. the shorter ones are about 12 inches. The, okay. medi- the medium size are about 18. The tall ones are about 24. But do they put on a show like you have never, ever seen before? And your stars carry them? We will have them probably starting next week. One more, two more quick questions. One is, I live here in Brook Park, and I used to go to the store on 130. Yeah. And it closed, and it really... Yeah, Sears... Sears we love that store, yeah, you know. Yeah, Sears closed, and uh, we really didn't have much of a choice there. I do think you're going to find something else out in Middleburg. We're, we're going to try. We're going to try. We're trying to We're trying to figure that out. But um, you're not too far from Strongsville. No, I'm they, not. They, they have a tremendous uh, place there. If you have never been there, it's, it's one of the most beautiful places you'll ever be at. Well, good. And one more quick question is, you you got a lot of knowledge. Um, did, did you go to school, uh, no. cultural school? No, no, never went no. to any school. No, just, you know, we're, um, we're growers. So everything that you see in our stores, we grow 100% of everything there. Mm-hmm. So when you grow things, it's like when you're raising kids, you're trying to prevent problems from happening. And that's where you learn. That's that's kind of how you get that kind of knowledge. Uh, the knowledge that I have, it all came from the growing side of the business. Uh, and, and I love that side of it. Uh, so that's that's where I got all the uh, I've learned all the all these things that, you know, you're not you're even going to find in the books, because what happens every regardless of what you know, every year is different. Oh, so it's okay. not like you can use whatever you learn this year. If you think that's going to work next year, it won't, because so mother because, Hulk- because mother nature changes the rule on some things. So that yeah. So to go to horror cultural school, we kind of waste the time. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, no. It's 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 it. Going to horticultural school is a great career. And today, I think there's a huge opportunity in that career. The 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 thing that what makes you, uh, you know, what gives you the knowledge that I have, and really, I said that that will come to anybody that works. Not in in my case, I have we happen to grow perennials, annuals, the nursery, all the trees, all the shrubs. So it's much more expanded, and normally they would focus on one area. They wouldn't focus on all these areas. But because we grow everything that we sell in our stores, we grow the whole, you know, and we focus on all the new stuff. So that's where, that's where that knowledge came from. So it's not, but our horticultural school, absolutely, it's a, it's a great, tremendous, tremendous career, especially if you love nature. I do, but I'm uh, 61 years old, so I but don't know. It's too late for it, me. Yeah, but you enjoy what you enjoy to do. That, yeah. that, that's, the, that's really the secret. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you, you have a great day. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Morning, Angelo. Morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Oh, pretty good. You? Excellent. Oh, great. Um, got a rhododendron. I read discoloration on buds and leaves and leaves shriveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the proper feeding on that? 
I would go ahead and feed them with uh, uh, holly tone and iron tone now. Um, uh, the, and I would do it again at the end of uh, June. Uh, feed them a little bit heavier. What you're what you're looking at over there is that some of it is winter damage uh, that will take care of itself. Uh, but uh, go ahead and feed it heavy now, and feed it again at the end of June. Uh, you will see. And after uh, the the rhododendron is done blooming, uh, that is a perfect time to go ahead and give it a trim. Now, <clears throat> now when you go to trim it at that time. What I would, if you're going to trim them, do them right after they're down blooming. So when they bloom, you're going to see that there's a new wood that elongates, and then there is last year's wood. Make the cut in last year's wood, and you'll see that there is eyes on there. Make sure that the cut is made about a quarter of an inch above that eye, and make the cut over there. You will find that uh, you will find that uh, you're going to have excellent, uh, you know, results uh, with that, and the plant will fill out very nicely. And there's plenty of time for it to set buds for next year. Okay, great. Okay, uh, blue right. older variety are hydrangea. It's leafing at the base. Uh, what's the uh, proper feeding the, on that? The, the plant tone and iron tone. Okay, and. Um, the trimming, the pruning of it. Uh, on, the, on the hydrangea, the uh, the it, uh, the paniculata, the, the blue variety. You want to wait until the buds show up. The the buds, you know, they get to be like the size of a bean on the side of the stalk, and yeah. the, and they should be coming out. If they're not showing up now, by the end of next week, they should be out there. As soon as we get this warm weather next week, you'll see them show up. When you see those show up, then go ahead. You're going to have some dead wood on top, and you're going to have some um, the, the green wood below it. You want to cut it just a little bit into the green wood and shape them nice. And then at the same time, look inside the plant. If there is anything that's got silvery coating on the, at the bottom on the branches, cut those at ground level. That, that will allow all new uh, growth to come in right from the uh, from the inside of the plant. Did I make a mistake? I, I already cut them almost halfway back. Well, if you cut them halfway back and they're green, they should be okay. You, you still got plenty okay. of old wood there to bloom. Okay. Then. Okay. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Yep. Mm, bye bye. Morning, Yara Angelo. Hello. Good morning, Angelo. Yes. Good morning. Oh, I got you. Uh, I got bare root. Uh, perennial giant hibiscus. Mm -hmm. Tell me about putting them babies in the ground. Uh, very simple. They'll, they'll do very well. Uh, just get the ground uh, prepared. Get Dig the hole. Uh, mix some planting mix. Put a little yep. bit of the... Um, of the uh, uh, root on, you know, the, the root compound in there, yep. uh, and then mix that really well with it. Uh, when you're all done, water in with the root starter, and you're ready to go. I would put a little bit of mulch on them that'll keep the moisture in. Uh, okay. They do they do very well, and they're a beautiful plant. When can I put them in? You can put them out there now. Oh, boy, I'm going. Okay. Okay, thanks. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yep. Well, the hour has uh, been pretty well gone, but uh, kind of a wet day out there. But there's still a lot of preparation that we can do a lot of planning. Uh, we're going to have a beautiful week next week. It's finally going to warm up, uh, so we should be able to, to get out there. Uh, the most important thing now is to really put your crabgrass control down if you have not done so, uh, because you are, you are going to be limited on time. You basically are, you have next week, and that will be the end of it. Uh, so I'll be back next Saturday. Have a great day, and uh, see you then. Bye.